Hello everyone, this is Thomas and Christine Erdos. And you're listening to Love's Fire. Hello everyone. Welcome. Welcome. So today we wanted to talk about the Father's love and I like had a hard time even starting this just because I was like thinking about like when you just like word it that way, like the Father's love, like a father, like a true, like a good father is like would do anything for their children. And just to think that if that's what, um, I know not everyone can compare their earthly father that way, but, um, but I know even if you haven't had a good earthly father that you have been able to at least see some examples in your life of other, other like good fathers. Um, and then if you haven't that, then at least you have your heavenly father. That is the best father possible that no earthly father could even compare to um but I was just thinking about like my earthly father and just how I'm super thankful for my dad and just he's uh such a giver like he has such a big heart to give and to provide like and he loves his children and he loves when his children have children and he he I'm one of eight kids and so we have a lot of kids and the one thing that I've heard my mom and dad say before to some of the um, like siblings and things are like, listen, like if money's ever an issue about having children, just like like have the children, like we'll like we'll figure it out basically. Um, just like they have just such incredible hearts and and their hearts to yeah their hearts to see their children um prosper and um to be provided for is just amazing and so I was thinking about things like that before starting and it's just like wow if I can think of those kind of things about my earthly dad imagine the love of our heavenly father and um yeah and he wants us to know his love like he wants us to know the height the depth the width of his love and it's like I know sometimes we talk about it being so mysterious, but I believe that he he will reveal to us more and more every day the love that he has for us. And I just am, uh, I'm so thankful. I'm so glad we're talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's so good. And yeah, I mean, and I'm super thankful for my earthly father yes, as well. Yes, he's amazing. Um, and... Uh, yeah, it just instilled so much into us uh, as um, children growing up and even now. Yeah. And uh, and yet, like even with the best earthly father, our heavenly father is is so much better. Yeah. And so really the best way to l- see what our heavenly father is like uh, is to look at the life of Jesus. Yeah. Because Jesus is the express image of the father. And he told his disciples, if you've seen me, then you've seen the Father. Yeah. So how can you say, show me the Father, because you've already seen me. And so, uh, so yeah, he's so amazing. And I know one of the uh, verses that has really impacted me about his love for us is uh, in Psalm 139. And so if we look at Psalm 139, it's so good because, you know, let's say like there's some people that um, maybe their parents didn't want them uh, or they think they didn't want them or, or whatever, or or that they don't think their parents love them or that maybe they don't or whatever. But the thing is, is like uh, no one 
is a mistake in God's eyes, and no one is unwanted in God's eyes. He Jesus died for everyone. Yeah. And it's so amazing because if we look at Psalm uh, 139, like starting even in verse 13, he's, uh, he says, For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. Like regardless of how, uh, you know, who someone's parents are or like how they were conceived or whatever, like, uh, I mean, there's even theories that David was not even a legitimate child just based on some different things. And whether that's true or not, like the point is, is that God forms us in our mother's womb. And not not to say like, I mean, we live in a fallen world, so I'm not saying like, okay, some some children or people are born with, you know, different defects or illnesses or sickness or disease. I'm not saying obviously that's not God doing that because Jesus came to give us life and life in abundance. It's the thief. It's Satan that comes to steal, kill and destroy. So obviously we have to look at it through that lens, but the, but he has a plan and a purpose for every, every person and every person has the same price tag. It's the blood of Jesus. And so if everyone has the same, uh, price paid for us, and we all have the same value, which is just like, I mean, his perspective is so different than that of the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I'm, yeah, I think there was, uh, I mean, I've shared different stories like this, but like just kind of a story that came to mind was uh, someone, you know, uh, I heard this story that someone went to heaven. And they were talking to Jesus in heaven. And as they were talking to Jesus, you know, he they saw like saw people coming into heaven. Um, and he was talking to Jesus. And then at one point, Jesus said, like, hold on, I need to greet someone that's coming, a very special person that's coming into heaven right now. And and he goes and greets this person and comes back. And and uh, this guy was like, who is this person that Jesus especially greeted out of everyone that was coming? Yeah. Coming in and... Uh, and he thought it would be like someone that had lived a life like Billy Graham or Ryan Hardbonke, something like that, right? Yeah, someone, Yeah, they were thinking like this is someone that must have led millions to Christ and been super well known. And, and then Jesus tells them, and, and I'm sorry if I'm missing some of the details, but this is as best as I remember it. Uh, Jesus tells them like the story is that it was a, a wife who's married to an unbelieving man. And her whole life, her main ministry was uh, to her husband, praying for her husband, loving her husband, even though her husband did not love her and was not a believer. And it was just a terrible situation, but she didn't give up. And she just continued to believe and to pray for her husband her whole life, even to the point of death. She literally died without seeing her husband saved but Jesus said, told him that her husband got saved at her funeral. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and this is one of the greats in heaven, according to Jesus, according to this story, which, I mean, I believe is is true. And uh, and it's like, I certainly see that same, same principle in the Bible, because Jesus said, uh, you know, the first will be last and last will be first. And, uh, and so it's like, we see that same principle and it's just like, uh, you know, even looking at David, you know, David, who wrote this, um, 
you know, he was not invited to his own party, <laughs> to his own anointing party. He was not invited. Yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, Samuel comes and, and is talking to, um, to everyone. And then he's like, sees the first son of, uh, of Jesse. And he's like, oh, this surely the Lord's anointed stands before, before me. And God said, no, that's, I'm, I haven't chosen him. You know, man looks at the outside, but God looks at the heart. And so, um, so anyway, his love is so, there's so, I mean, his love is all throughout the scriptures. If we look for it, if we, if the Holy Spirit reveals it to us. Yeah. Did you have anything to add before I keep reading? Go ahead. So, uh, verse 14, I'll praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet yet there was none of them. And so it's like God has an amazing destiny, plan, and purpose for us, for every single person. Yeah. And whether whether people think that or not, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, again, like God sees differently. Yeah. And so it's... Uh, So the point is, is that when we know how God thinks about us, how God sees us, his delight in us, which we're going to get to even more in just the next two verses, like everything changes and like our whole perspective changes. And now we're not living for the applause of man. We're not living for the praise of man, the encouragement of man, the, uh, you know, of people, uh, we're not living to achieve. We're not, uh, we're living for him. We're living yeah. for his glory. We're living secure in his love. Even like we talked about last episode, there's such amazing security in knowing his love when we know and believe and experience yeah. his love. And so, go ahead. It changes everything. Yes. It seriously changes everything. Like when you receive his love for you and allow yourself to think about that. And not just your love for him, but to think and receive his love for you and ask him to reveal it to you if you haven't been seeing it rightly. It truly changes the way that you just interact with the world and interact with people. Like, because you're no longer trying to get love from people or to be accepted. Because, like, I feel like every issue in relationships or just like in identity comes from not believing how loved you are. And so it's like when you get a hold of the Father's love, there it it just changes your perspective. It changes the way you act. It changes the way you talk. Um Yeah. It's every it really is everything. Yeah. And because and just to back that up, like what's the greatest commandment? It's to love the Lord God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, all your strength. Yeah. And we can only love because he first loved us. Yeah. So then it make would make sense that the more we know his love, then the more we love him back. Yeah. And that's even naturally true when someone, when you show love to someone, they'll naturally begin to love you back. Yeah. Uh, you know, to whatever degree that they uh, 
they can, you know, whether they believe or not. Yeah. Um, and so it's like so glorious. Yeah. And it's wild how I feel that sometimes it is sneaky in which you may not even realize that you have a wrong picture of the Father's love towards you because you might think like, no, I just want that person to just respect me or honor me <laughs> or like, uh, I don't like, or no, I'm just afraid of that. And it's like all of that goes back to love because it's like perfect love casts out all fear. Um, I think a lot of people would say that respect and honor is just another way of wanting love. Um, Which, like, I mean, that makes sense from even 1 Corinthians 13 because it says love doesn't behave rudely yeah. or in other translations it says love doesn't dishonor others yes exactly so what it would be not do yeah so what is the opposite of that is loving or what is it it's love yeah yeah which is honor respect right so if you're if you're longing for those things you're what you're truly longing for is love which is found perfectly in jesus yeah and so it's like i think people could be like no no i th- i know he loves me that's not my issue and it's like okay a lot of things flow from the need for love and the only place to find it is in jesus and so it's like it really is the answer to everything yeah so good and so i mean that's why like you quoted part of ephesians 3 earlier paul's prayer at the end about yeah knowing and it. we might be able to go there later if yeah. we have time but knowing the width the length the depth and the breadth yeah of his love yeah. And by later, I mean right now, because <laughs> I was like, I, I can't quote it exactly, but it's important enough that I want to I want to read it. Yeah. Um, because one, the basis is for knowing his love is the cross. Yeah. That regardless of circumstances, regardless of feelings, all, you know, I've heard it said this way, the measuring stick of God's love is the cross. Yes. Yes. And so it's not based on how we're feeling or what we're yeah. going through or not, or it's, it's the cross. That's yes. where he proved his love. That's where he demonstrates love toward us yes. in that while we're yet sinners, Christ died for us. Yeah. And so, and that's above. So before we did anything for him, and so there's certainly nothing we could do to make him love us less because he knew it all, Yeah. you know, as God before he came to earth and he decided as God, knowing everything, like, yep, this is worth my life. This is worth my life. These people are worth my life, every yeah. single one of them, because I see their destiny, my like the destiny, the purpose, the value I have for yeah. them, and my image in them, and yeah. my relationship with them for eternity. Like God yeah. sees our relationship that he intends for us, not just on this earth, but the relationship we'll have with him for eternity. Yeah. And he thinks that's worth dying for. He thinks yeah. that's worth everything. Like he yeah. held nothing back. And it's amazing. Like dying for and everything he let. Like, of course, I mean, that was the worst death possible. And he also, with that, leading up into his death, went through, like, allowed himself to be tempted at all points. Like, and went through, like, being betrayed, rejected, spit on. Like, every, like, the most terrible things you can imagine, and it's like, so it's it's not only his death, which is absolutely terrible, but also so many of the, like, emotional, like, things and just, like, yeah, just the things he suffered for us is another, like, sign of his love to us. I even heard recently, like, just, like, love looks like something. And so it's like, as we're talking about God's love, I think we've already, you know, really covered what it looks like in action, but just to remember that, like, 
God's not asking us to just believe his love and that's all. It's like, I mean, yes, he is, but it's, he's shown it. Like it's in the story of Jesus. It's in what he's done. Um, it's not something that we have to, like Thomas said, just try to feel. It's like we get to really look at what Jesus paid for us. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And so Paul's prayer is in Ephesians 3.14. Uh, for this reason, <laughs> and I'll, I'll go back to Psalm 139, but first, uh, Ephesians 3.14, uh, For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory. <laughs> wow. Uh, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. Yeah. Why? So why, why do we need to be strengthened with might? the spirit in the inner man, it's because so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. So it starts with Christ dwelling in our hearts through faith. Why? That you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width, the length, the depth, and the height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. And so... We can't be filled with the fullness of God without knowing all of His love. Yeah. Because God is love. And so how could we be filled with something if we don't know it? Yeah. And But here's the thing. He says uh, to, that He wants us to comprehend with all the saints uh, the width, the length, the depth, the, the height of His love. To know, that's like the in the Greek, that word for know is like experiential knowledge. It means yeah. experiential knowledge. Yeah. So not just to know it intellectually, but even to experience that knowledge yeah. of his love, which passes knowledge. And that's a different word for knowledge. And that can be translated science. So it's like he wants us to know experientially his love that surpasses that science, that pers- surpasses intellectual knowledge yeah. or intellectual sense, as some people would mm-hmm. might say that. And so it's so it's so it starts by faith, like even in the prayer, it starts by faith, um, and we declare and we thank him for it in faith and but then he does want us to experience that love as well, and yeah. so I mean that's something you know he wants ex- to experience daily, yeah, and that's i mean that's uh, we've talked about this before, but that's something that's changed my life, yeah, is realizing when God told me. In different words, that I want you to experience my love daily. I want you to experience my presence, my goodness daily in a real tangible way. And as I pressed into him to see that, to to walk that out in knowing him and growing him in knowing his love and knowing him personally, like it's changed everything. It's changed my life and it's changed our lives. And uh, yeah, anything I'd before I read Psalm 139? (laughs) Yes. So the last uh, last thing for now so that he can go back into Psalm 139 Take your time. is just remembering, like I've said this in uh, the podcast early on, but it's like what I've mentioned earlier, like really what switched for me and what really changed my life and my relationship with Jesus was that switch of not focusing only on how much I loved him, which is still good. Like that is still amazing. Like there are people who focus maybe like you can you can really there's like a ditch on both sides of this road like you can focus so much on your his love for you and not think about like not offer up your love to him 
But I would, I could see that being very hard to do because if you are truly receiving his love, it's gonna come out of you as well. And so I don't actually see that one being a problem <laughs> now that I say it out loud. But I was very focused on my love for him for a long time. And only, I mean, maybe about six years ago, this switch of really at my eyes being opened to how much he loved me was a huge deal. <laughs> and just like that is, I feel something that a lot of us need to learn how to do is to receive his love. And it's by the grace of God that, and I'm not saying I've, I, I feel like we're constantly, I feel like he's constantly showing me more of his love. Um, and that's for all of us. It's like, it's, it's something he wants to reveal to us. And the amazing thing is like, it, I just watched him. Uh, like a Heidi Baker documentary recently about, I think it's called Compelled by Love. I think so. Something like that. It might be Compelled by Love. And um, it's just amazing when you are receiving his love too. It's like you, the your capacity grows. Your and and his love is the most powerful force in the whole world. Like the amount of people her and Roland have been able to share God's love with, which has manifested in healings and dead raising in uh, identity found in forgiving people that have done terrible things to them. But because of the love of God, they've been able to like, so like surpass things that you would think are humanly impossible. But with the love of God, you can do things you didn't think you could. Um, and so just as an encouragement, like it's so important that we receive his love like truly receive it in like every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And not like you said, not just intellectually, it should be manifesting in like all arenas of our life. Um, Cause I think you can say, I know God loves me and yet not see the fruit of it. And so if that's the case, then to ask God, okay, reveal your love to me in this area or show me what I'm not seeing about your love that I keep, I'm feeling afraid about this thing all the time, you know? Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, because it comes down to like, well, how, how do we grow in the revelation of his love? By uh, looking in the scriptures for it. Yeah. Uh, but then not just leaving it in the book, but putting it on your lips. Yeah. And like this, you know, this uh, these two verses, I'll read them. These are some things I've prayed many, many, many times uh, and thanked God for in faith. And as we thank God for these truths in faith and we meditate on things and we worship and we praise uh, and we even sing about his love and, and uh, you know, receive and give back his love, like yeah. we become that love more and more. Yeah. And so, so yeah, in Psalm 139, verse 17 and 18, it says, how precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. And when I awake, I am still with you. It's like, what? His good thoughts towards us outnumber the grains of sand? Yeah. Like, that, like, <laughs> like it's just amazing. That yeah. means he's thinking, like, from the beginning of time yeah. from the beginning of creation he's been thinking thousands of good thoughts towards us every second yeah i mean really i'm sure it's probably infinite whatever like it's so uh so ridiculously amazing <laughs> like it's called the good news for a reason yeah. the gospel god's love for us that he would love us enough 
to die for us, to redeem us, to restore us back to his image, to to save us from sin and its effects and the curse of sin, and to restore us back to his image, back to love, back to right standing with God, back to the Father, (laughs) back to right relationship with him and to uh, bring his glory to earth through us and in us. And then to know him forever, not just on this earth, but for eternity. Yeah. And so, so yeah, if you haven't made him the Lord of your life, if you haven't surrendered your life to him, then do it now. Yeah. Give your life to him and just tell him, like, I, I want to know you and yeah. no matter what it costs. Like, you didn't hold anything back from me yeah. and I'm not going to hold anything back for you. Yeah. Uh, whatever it costs, my life is yours. Yeah. And Holy Spirit, fill me with your Holy Spirit and teach me how to live, yeah. how to walk this life out. Yeah. And then it's, that's the beautiful exchange, the great exchange. We give our life to him and he gives his life to us to live out and to know and to be one with him yeah wow (laughs) thank you jesus thank you jesus Uh, anything else before we pray out (laughs) not now there's so much on this like this is something i think we could like make lots of podcasts about um but yeah take your time if not right after this just like i mean every day (laughs) like god show me your love help me under like just help me understand the width the breadth the length because he wants us to yeah and so okay we love y'all <laughs> yeah you want to pray us out sure god we just thank you for your great love that it's more than just words god that your word looked like something looked like laying down your life for us jesus Thank you, Jesus, for laying down your life, for coming to this world so that we would all be saved, Father. Thank you for your great love that you showed and that you continue to show, Father. That you, Thank you, God, that you're never far. You, you're close to us, God. We thank you, Jesus, for us, our eyes being open to your great love for us, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We bless everyone listening. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. We love you. Be blessed. <laughs> yes. Be saved. Be free. Healed and whole in Jesus' name. Yeah. Jesus is the healer, the provider, yeah. good shepherd. Everything we could ever want or need is in him. Yes. Be blessed. We love you. Love Until you. Until next time. Bye. Bye.